0: Don't stop!
1: Hey, <laughs> what's up, J. Greg? Hey,
0: <laughs>
1: what's going on? I'm
0: just enjoying your tunes. Well, your you know, hot jams over a little there. Little '90s throwback. Yeah. I
1: don't even know the name of the song. It was just. <laughs> What is I, that from? I don't know i don't even know if i could do the it's next like, part just that oh the there you go you got it, it. Oh, got. yeah i don't know <laughs> oh somebody this can go on somebody for hit us up
0: <laughs> corrections department somebody hit us yeah, up
1: what song is that
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and who sings it? who
0: sings it um what's going on how are you
1: i'm good man um I'm good.
0: I think did, I had therapy today. Did I hear you saying that you? Also I had, had a therapy, therapy today day? too. Yeah. How'd it go? Shout out to therapy.
1: Um. Yeah. Uh. His name is Ted. Ted. So Ted talks. Ted. My Wednesday Ted talks. Does Ted also listen? He does good. listen. Good. Ted <laughs> listens. Yeah. No. It was good. <laughs> good. Um. Uh. Today was the topic of. I'm an obliger, like by by life. Like I live my life as an obliger, yeah. but with that comes a rebelliousness. And finding the balance of bringing out the rebellious part of me more because I oblige too much.
0: Do you get, is it like you get resentful of how, once you're aware of how much you oblige, you're resentful of it? Yeah. Okay. So, so, so pulling that back sooner and letting the rebellion come out sooner. So more, maybe more healthy or something.
1: Yeah. Cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah, That makes sense. I get that. Uh, I'm not an obliger, so (laughs) I don't fully get that, but I Uh see what you're saying. I, uh, 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 Megan talks is Megan. Megan, Megan listens talks. and Megan talks. Hey, Megan. Uh, t- I um got the advice today to scream into a pillow sometimes <laughs> when uh, yeah that was my reaction too. <laughs> um, th- actually this is yeah. it's funny because um it's something that we've talked about a few times on episodes, but like I have to be very aware to not um uh treat Caleb like an adult, like he's mm. like I act. Ax- I mean it's just because I'm around adults and I endow on him, in him, with him. I endow him with adult characteristics. So like my 17 week old baby is not being an asshole.
1: Like you overcomplicate him. Right, (laughs) right, like why
0: are you making these choices? He's not making, he has like two, his brain makes two steps. Like it's a two step process.
1: Why are you making these choices
0: (laughs) Caleb? So then I feel like, then I feel guilty immediately because I'm aware of what is happening. But then I feel like an asshole for thinking that in the first place. And so she is like, well, those are your feelings. You can just, just like, of course, you know, not to take it out on your son. But right. if you're feeling frustrated, scream into a pillow yeah. and let it out. And then you can reframe it from there. So have that's you, what I'm working gonna... on. Yeah, I haven't needed to yet. It okay. was just today. It was just but, today. you uh, yeah. right. I was like, have you screamed yeah. into a pillow so, yet? <laughs> so far, so far, so good. Doing okay. Um, <laughs> okay. But I'm sure I will use that soon. Let me know I feel like I want to go ahead and say it out loud too. So that in case like. You or Jen or anyone ever sees me just screaming into a pillow, like it's been assigned to me. It's my, it's my <laughs> that's my homework.
1: That's my homework. It's been
0: prescribed to scream into a pillow.
1: They have, um, I don't know what they're called, but for singers,
0: those boxes, those like, yeah, maybe one of those. That might
1: be, yeah, yeah, all right, that might work too.
0: They're the belt box manufacturers are missing out on a whole uh, demographic. Whole? <laughs> just they should be marketing to parents. Just the hey. silent scream. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> yeah. I mean... We're always coming up with ideas on here.
1: Beltbox, if you want to sponsor, <laughs> Yeah, here you go. That's right. <laughs> um,
0: that's great. That's a, I'm going to uh, shoehorn this uh, transition in there. <laughs> our uh, guest today is a wonderful belter and singer. Yes, yeah, she is. <laughs> Meredith Inglesby. Uh, again, one of our very old episodes, we recorded this. This is actually like the first time I think we got together. Yeah. I feel like it was the first time because I have vivid memories of uh, trying to set up the recording equipment and uh, none of it working
1: and just like
0: <laughs> feeling all this pressure like we're trying I to do this was. thing we're trying to like make we you know we brought in a gas I know. Like,
1: we're trying to make it look yeah we're trying to be professional and we were and figuring it yeah, out everything yeah everything was
0: just a dumpster fire yeah. but then Meredith was just like so even keel and calm and chill yeah and she was like she really okay was. well whenever we get ready we'll, we'll be yeah, ready and she's like, like
1: I'm
0: not doing anything yeah. so I'm here I have time it's like oh yeah lovely yeah. Yeah, it really was. And I think there's like a nod to, and we get into it a little bit in the episode, but there's mm-hmm. a nod to parenting there. Like you just, there's just not room to stress about as many things yeah. as you used to stress about, you know? Yeah. And like all those things are impor- important before, like I would never tell anyone who doesn't have kids or, or isn't in that situation, like, well, your stresses aren't that stressful.
1: Yeah,
0: Of course that's not the case. Yeah. It's just like now, I'm busy trying not to scream at my child and screaming into a pillow so that like when something doesn't work right, I'm like, cool, yeah. we'll figure it out. I'm yeah. not really that worried about it.
1: Yeah. Um. And do you feel like there's kind of been a, a weight lifted knowing that you can let go a lot of the, the bullshit, you know, the things that yeah. don't really matter? Like- yeah. Uh,
0: a lot of the stuff. Um. Yeah. The, the things that I think about, like when I realize I'm uh, uh, projecting onto Caleb, where I'm mm-hmm. endowing him with too much, then I just like kind of pull that out and use it in other areas of my life, and I'm like, yeah, I don't need to put so much emphasis on that.
1: Yeah,
0: I really can't change that. Like, I I don't have the ability to make that different, mm-hmm. so I'm not going to let it bother me.
1: Nice.
0: And the things that I do have the ability to make different, then I can work on and I can yeah. do that. But otherwise, like, yeah, it's really helped me. I don't. I want to say that it's like because I'm feeling more enlightened from all of these growing <laughs> steps. I think it's because I'm just so fucking tired. There's <laughs> <I> just mean- <laughs> not space for it. Like I don't have the energy. Yeah. I, I recently, uh, booked a, a pretty decent TV role. Ooh, congrats! Um, thank you very much. Okay. It was fun to shoot. I had a, a week shoot, um, nice. but it was cool. And my buddy was like, dude, what's like, you've been, you, that was great that you booked right away after I, you know, I just yeah, come up with probably show, this show right. or I'll probably show it. Yeah. Um, and I said, yeah, here's the secret. um, have a baby so that you never sleep and you don't have the energy to be nervous about auditions. Like
1: wow, all of the energy
0: goes into maybe being memorized yeah. and not giving a shit.
1: Wow.
0: Uh, yeah.
1: It's true. Everyone who books things like, Oh, I didn't care about that. Audition. Right.
0: They it can smell it. Like- babies, babies can smell fear <laughs> and stress <laughs> and casting <laughs> and directors are the casting same directors. way. They're the it's same so way. True. Yeah. So I recommend any actor out there trying to make have it. A baby. You have a baby. Have a baby. It's the best thing you can do for your career. <laughs> you heard it here on Operation. All Dead of these Bun.
1: facts are brought to you by nothing.
0: <laughs> uh, That's great. But yeah, here is a successful performer uh, who has found actual a way. knowledge. It has actual knowledge and has actually found a way to make it worth. So don't listen to us. We're dummies. Listen, listen to Meredith. <laughs> okay, bye. bye. Uh, Meredith, thanks for being here thanks. on Operation Dad Pod. Um, so, right now, I'm I am I am uh, preparing to be a father. She, my wife is 35 in the in the 35th week right now. Past the scary zone. Past the scary zone. All
2: good things.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think I will say this. I want to jump in and say that the last hour of here being here at the studio, setting this up, looking at it now, is like exactly illustrative of, of pre-parent and Mm post-parent. Like to give you uh, an illustration, anyone listening in, it took us a while to set up. Things weren't working. Didn't really go great. There was just some, some bumps to get over. One of us who doesn't have children was sweating and freaking out and like banging (laughs) on computer keys, like a silverback gorilla wondering (laughs) what the hell was the problem. And one of us was like, man, we'll probably get there. Might be Pluto, whatever it is. This is not nearly the biggest problem. Uh, I've already taken note. The so, stakes uh,
2: are not <laughs> high
0: yet, which is a thing that I am slowly st- stubbornly against but slowly learning. Yeah. Um that's a real part of it, huh? Oh, that's yeah. like
2: a parenthood does this magical thing to you where you realize nothing is a big deal. <laughs> and it, 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 in your daily life
0: pre-children, it's so easy. It really is. Yeah, someone said that recently they were like I, I look back at my my earlier life and I think, what was I doing with my time? I was doing nothing. Why was I there so was, upset? Yeah, what, what was the, the hell? big deal? I what had was the...
2: n- n- everything was easy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh goodness! All right, well, perspective—that'll be fun. Yeah. Uh, Meredith, uh, for those
2: you get there when you get there, though.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: you know, <laughs> yeah, when you're ready. Yeah, when it's time. Yeah,
0: thanks. Yeah, there's no reason to rush. Nope, it. We'll, we'll get there. I'll get there. Uh, Tell us about you the, for for the few people out there who might not know who Meredith Inglesby is.
2: Oh, my gosh. Um, OK, let me just process whenever anyone asks me that question. I get this like uh, uh, heart, uh, heart racing like, oh, God, I have to talk about myself. You do. Like, oh, okay. You have to talk about yourself. Let me process and breathe. OK, I'm fine now. OK, <laughs> um, tell me, tell tell you about me.
0: We're, this is a, a You know a family, me. Tell me what I've done. I can't this remember. This is a family parenthood podcast. Do you think that I'm gonna shy away from anything and all things Disney at Oh any gosh, point? Disney. We have to talk about Disney any chance we get. This the is mouse. For, this is for parents.
2: My <laughs> boss for so many years. Uh yes. I've done four Disney productions, Broadway and, and touring. Um yeah, this is sort of turned into a a Disney career and not, not on purpose. (laughs) It just kind of happened.
0: You were uh, um, Babette on Broadway, right? I was Babette on Broadway. That was
2: my Broadway debut. And that's where I met my husband. He was the beast um, for eight years.
0: That's the way the story should have gone. I know. He married married the 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 maid, not the princess. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Babette, I'm going to admit something on the air right now. Babette fits in the same pocket as Nala, which is like, In my formative years, being like, I'm not attracted to a cartoon, but I'm not not attracted (laughs) to a cartoon. It's (laughs) making me feel weird things. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, not like a eyes. A
2: a feather duster, you know? Yeah, but
0: like she's leaning into the idea of this like French made feather dust. Yeah. I mean, I was, I'm not saying I was into cartoons, like the attractive. To them, but I'm not well, saying I wasn't.
2: It's okay if you are. <laughs> I understand. It's okay. Um, yes, I, I, I'll tell you a funny story. Um, Michael Eisner, who you know used to be the head of Disney, um, when is the story going
0: to get us taken off the air before? No, even, it's okay. very,
2: it's okay. very okay. Disney friendly, G rated. Okay. okay, yeah, he <laughs> came to see you know Beauty and the Beast when they were in development, the original Broadway show, and he watched the show and they said, we're going to cut this scene of Babette's. We're going to cut this scene of Babette's. We're going to cut this scene of Babette. He said, do not cut anything <laughs> of Babette. None of it. Because Babette is for the daddies. And we were like, and was, I wasn't there. Right. We were like, I wasn't there. He was like, this has to stay.
0: Correct. Yeah. She's, Correct. she's there for a purpose. That's like the early time, like uh, Pixar, Disney movie, cartoon movies, these kind of family friendly musicals have, have really started. So it could be one of two things, I guess I will say they've either, they've either begun to lean more into s- jokes and bits for the parents, mm-hmm. or I've just gotten older and I missed them all earlier on. You did. And now I'm like, oh, they, they so they've, those yeah. have been there all along and not just like sex in the, in the, uh, dust or whatever it was in Lion King. Right. And not like yes. good teenager take off your clothes. Not those things. <laughs> take off your clothes. Remember that? Yeah. Yes.
2: I remember that. Like not those
0: things, but like the it's written and it's like built around also we need to entertain the parents during this yes too. yeah yeah um so you mentioned your husband yes you guys met i have and one and a child a daughter i do I have a
2: six-year-old little girl all right so and stepmom i have two older step oh yeah
0: do that older
2: stepdaughters yeah so, I have a yeah, 20 so. and 25 year old stepdaughters and how old's
0: your daughter six so you have a six-year-old daughter mm-hmm. and a 20 and how old 20, 20
2: and 25
0: 20 and 25 yep. old stepdaughters he makes girls he's real good at it and you were uh, a stepmom to them for what age at six and nine
2: so they were my daughter's age and nine when when I met them
0: yeah so you kind of like I don't know is there any version of now that your daughter's that age like remembering like you have kind of done this part
2: yeah it's obviously very different and anybody who has step kids can understand this um you I mean unless they're that was a parent unless nothing they're we, right. Weird that was a, phone. A phone <laughs> that was a funny sound. <laughs> unless their other parent is not alive, you are not their, their mother. And so for me, my job and I, and I took it very seriously was not to be their mother. I didn't want them to feel like they had to think of me that way. I just wanted to be a positive female influence for them. And really that, that was very important to me. And it, was always great. We always had a great relationship. Cool. We still do. It's, Good. it's wonderful, but it's really me just being a positive female authority figure that loves them and that's great and doesn't try to change them or make or mold them to anything they need to be for me.
0: Um, And it was to some degree, I mean, you can go into as much of it as you want. It was to some degree, a three pronged uh, parental approach mm-hmm. that were, there were all three parents involved or mm-hmm. all two parents and a step parent yep. involved and um, mm-hmm. cool. Like, that's one of the things here. I mean, I have no reference point for that. My parents uh, were together and I am. Same. Still so I baby didn't know. Mama. Yeah. yeah. So it's I was
2: like, I was guessing.
0: <laughs> but I, and that's, I mean, that's what's cool is like kind of bigger picture. I don't know. That's something else to figure out in this world that is making other people, which is kind of like, and that's why I don't want to just talk to dad. That's why I don't want to talk to just nuclear families. And like, I don't want to talk to just anyone specifically because the general idea of figuring out. I don't know you have some level of responsibility to some degree of making this thing that's becoming a human yeah. into a human that can be a productive part of society yeah
2: <laughs> and parenting is guess is guesswork yeah. the majority of the time and especially now because we don't really have that anymore the normal family looks like that but it looks like a, a stepmother and a stepfather yeah. and i mean that is the norm now yeah that's the thing about it is that you you just, you're, you're making it, we're all making it up. Yeah. And there's no idea of perfection or ideal
0: that we can. But the thing is there is, and that's false. Like it there is. is there's this, there is an idea. Cause I've been freaking out. Mm-hmm. So we're 35 weeks into this mm-hmm. uh, and I have hit waves and crests of waves at different points where I was like, what am I, I don't know what to do. I have no, my, my life at this point is not at all like the life that my parents had when mm-hmm. they had children. And my parents were were good parents, mm-hmm. um, but I have n- very little to anchor to from that experience. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm having to do it all from scratch. And I feel
2: way. like you being where that where you are is the best place to be because you will use your imagination and you will listen and watch your child and do what your child needs, not base it off of some unrealistic.
0: Yeah. That's taking some some thing. work to figure out. It's yeah. like taking a real just trust process. that yeah. trust it. Just yeah. trust
2: that you will ha- you will figure it out as you go along. You don't have to have all the answers before it's born.
0: That's just not how I do things. I then. know.
2: <laughs> I get it. We want to control everything. We yeah. want to be prepared and control. And really, parenthood is is guesswork. It's a daily guesswork, <laughs> and you're and you just do your best. Yeah. And our parents just did our best. Did their best.
0: Yeah, that's one of the things that I go back to all the time. I, like, forget that my dad, at, at my point, when my dad was my age, I was 11 years old. Uh, and I remember being 11. Mm-hmm. And I, like, at that point, would not have thought about him as a human 37-year-old guy just trying to, like, figure it out. Like, he was a dad. In my mind, he was in the box of a, he was a, of, God. a dad. Yeah. 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 Um, he, in fact, had very little personality outside of being a dad in right. my eyes. Like this, his life began and ended when my life was happening.
2: Yeah. He had no identity. <laughs>
0: right. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah.
2: That's that what we all been, think.
0: Yeah. It's been a really interesting reframe of, of like, oh, yeah, no. Yeah, of course they were just young and trying to figure it out. Um, and now I'm youngish and trying to figure <laughs> it out. Um, you know, it
2: think if you think about how many trillions of people have done this. And they've just all sucked at it. (laughs) Everybody sucks at it. It's, it's one of the hardest things you'll ever do in life. But it's also the most important thing, one of the most important things you'll ever do in life. You're bringing a human into the world and guiding them into humanness. And they come into the world perfect.
0: We are the ones that. You're doing so very little for my anxiety right now. You are working absolutely against my anxiety I'm sorry.
2: right now. I'm sorry. I so want you we've to. Done, s- we've, I'm, we've, we've,
0: we've, we've touched on it is the most important <laughs> thing. It is the hardest thing. And we're the only ones that screw it up. Great, great. We, oh, this is great. But, <laughs> but
2: I'm leading to this. And it. the reason we, it doesn't need to be scary is all you have to do is get out of the way of them. They aren't here for your experience. They're here for their own experience, just like we came into the world for our own experience. Our job as parents are literally just to get out of the way and guide them, just teach them how to wipe their butts and eat good food and brush their teeth and don't get hit by a car and dress themselves and be good humans and be kind to other people. That is literally all we need to do for them and love them totally unconditionally and accept them for exactly who they
0: are. Don't try to change them. Don't try to make them. Great, because that's something I've succeeded at at any other point ever <laughs> in my life is is unconditionally and not judgmentally, accept even my wife, whom I love with all of me. There's still things that I'm like, but baby,
2: mm, but baby, you, maybe, could, be, you maybe could get, not, get better maybe at that this. This. one.
0: Maybe we should talk about that one.
2: Like, <laughs> it, it, Look, we all do it. This is the ideal I'm talking about. But truthfully, if you can just keep that in mind with every choice you make with your children and just remember, I don't need to make this person what makes me comfortable. Yeah. Just let them be them. Yeah. They're going to be OK in life as long as you teach them that they're perfect the way they are you don't need was that something you
0: were able to grasp right away like when when did that when was that able to lock in for you can you remember
2: yeah i mean i think that's always kind of been a philosophy of mine of just letting people be who they are obviously i've gotten better at it and i'll tell you meditation is a huge 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 gift what type Um, of vodka is that Vodka. Yes. Vodka and meditation. Those are two great sources of everything. But, um, honestly, just becoming somebody that you love and that, that you feel you accept yourself, then therefore you won't try to, you, you, you will accept others. And that's been my goal is to just try and like give myself some self love. And I'm so much better of a parent when I'm that way. So, Truthfully, it really comes down to working with yourself first with anything and everything, but parenting especially. Yeah. And um it has infused how I I parent for sure. And I've she and my girl is she is a hurricane <laughs> in every way. When did that uh hit? Was that from jump? Jump. Yeah. I mean conception. <laughs> I could feel her in there. She was like, mm, here I come.
0: That's Right, these days. So we're we're in the drop zone, basically. I mean, mm-hmm. we're four and a half weeks out right now. And mm-hmm. she's like, he does not sit still. Mm-mm. Is there a problem? Like, have we hit a point where he can hit too hard? He's kicking me too hard. Mm-hmm. He doesn't stop. Mm-hmm. And I just continue to, like, all I can think is that's who he's going to be. This yep. is not going to stop. He's going to be just a hurricane yeah. from jump. Yeah. yeah.
2: And that's okay. Yeah, sure. And you just have to realize that he's coming out that way. <laughs> you. You're, you're just gonna, you're just gonna be a witness. You're not, you know what I mean? It's the control that parents think they need to impose their belief system or their, you know, and a lot of people have a very strong belief system. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, but I just believe that children need to be given the, the right to just be themselves without us putting all this. Sure pressure to be anything on them, they really do come out perfect. And we just try to, we try to do stuff to them. And they, they don't need that. They need just to be loved. Really, honestly, that's all they need. Yeah. And taught, you know, not to die. Not, you know, (laughs) basic needs, like, don't, uh, don't die.
0: Be kind. Yeah.
2: Wipe your butt. You know what I mean? Like honestly, it's basic. I mean,
0: where's that book? Right, that. Book. Where is that book? Don't die. Be kind. Wipe your butt. That's it. We might change the name of the basis. Don't die. Be kind. Wipe your butt.
2: Oh my god! Just the wise words.
0: Yeah, no, that's my. the that's the colon subtitle of this episode. <laughs> Don't die. Be kind. Wipe your butt. <laughs> Great. Give me a thing like an actual thing. Hey, well, an, I don't know an engine. I hope it's not that. that is kids. a person without a kid. Right. right.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> In fact, my husband sold his Harley Davidson the year I was pregnant. Really? Yep. It wasn't, I didn't even Did tell you, him to. Uh, I right. to, I swear I uh-huh. swear I didn't. Oh, please. Okay. I married a biker. I was like, yes, <laughs> I love this. No, I didn't care.
0: What's the thing. Give me like the thing that you can't live with that you could not have, or now can't live without um, whatever it is.
2: Uh, honestly, we're back to butts again. The, the, the butt paste, the like paste. calendula cream, uh-huh. which I used, you know, some people use like decitin or whatever. Mine was this company called Waleda, which I loved because okay. it's all natural, but okay. calendula. And it's just calendula. like, it's butt cream. It's like butt, it's diaper rash cream.
0: Is this a thing? And we're, this we're goes into
2: six year olds. Like, I mean, cause yeah. six year olds don't know how to clean themselves, you know? Help so me like, with this
0: part. Like I can do diapers. I've babysat before. Yeah. I can do diapers. Is butt cream though? Like... <laughs> I mean, we need to go there. I need to know these yes. things. These are the are practical things like, of parenthood. Are we talking like butt crack or diaper area? Like like is it an edge of a diaper thing or is it just like a butt crack? Do thing?
2: you want to know the like nitty-gritty? I need to know the nitty-gritty. Okay. I'm it have depends a baby butt on if you have soon. a boy or a girl. Which you're having a boy, having so a boy. I didn't have one of those, but I'll tell you from the girl standpoint. That rash gets all up in there everywhere. So okay. you gotta, you know, you, you So
0: just either way, don't be shy about the bike. Don't be shy about the butt I thing. had a friend who had uh, literally uh, like a spatula, like a kitchen rubber spatula. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, yay or nay on something like that, would you for? For the butt cream. They would wipe because then there was like less mess.
2: That's a great idea. I I don't find it necessary. Okay. Here's the thing. Did you glove
0: up? Is that what we just like gloved up? No, you just
2: (laughs) use your hands. Like wash your hands.
0: Isn't that the point?
2: Yeah. It's like a greasy just just go wash your hands. I Mm -hmm. mean, if you're if you're, you know, O C D and you don't like that, go get some gloves or get a spatula, whatever. Mm -hmm. Honestly, parenthood, you and here's a really important point especially for new parents everything is such a big deal when you first have a kid you're like i have to do everything right and i have to get the the spatula for the butt cream and all the stupid little gimmicky things and if that makes you happy and that makes you comfortable get the spatula for the butt cream
0: okay
2: do whatever makes you comfortable as a parent do you need the spatula for the butt cream no okay you don't you just use your finger and wash yourself and you know, it's fine. But honestly, it, it, and I'll tell a joke later and it'll, it'll, it'll emphasize this point, but it, it it really is. Everything is so precious and important and high stakes when you're first a parent and you realize it's just so, it's not as hard as we try to make it. Okay. Make your life easy is what is is my advice to, for all things. Don't okay. worry. They're not going to get staph infection if you don't use the
0: spatula butt cream. You know what I mean? Like, no, the spatula is definitely for we me, worry not for about. them. I, it's, right. Like, <laughs> and look, I don't mind. Look, we're going to lean into this. I know I'm going to spend the next two years of my life covered in shit. There's there's like not going to be poop on me at, at all. At any given point, I'm going to have poop on me. Yep. I get that. Yeah. Um, for I'm us. just wondering, like, if there's a point in trying to mitigate the littlest bit of that mm-hmm. with things like, I don't know, a little spatula, if not, whatever. If Let that just... makes
2: you happy and comfortable, get a spatula. Okay. Absolutely. All right. Do what makes you mm-hmm. happy.
0: What about something that we are told as parents that we need that you didn't find you needed besides uh, a spatula?
2: I mean, mm. Yeah, there are there are a lot of gimmicky things out there and a lot of things they make you think you need. I mean, I don't want to get into like the safety regulations of America, but there are.
0: We can do that. if you, I mean, there I, are I feel things like you just kind of like gloved up for that. Well, because like- <laughs> I
2: do feel like in this country we are super overly conscientious about safety issues. And I don't think it comes necessarily from safety issues requirements. It comes from like people being afraid of being sued. Okay. So for instance, and I don't know if this is actually factually a dangerous thing, but, um, crib bumpers. So the, like the, the, the padding that goes along the perimeter of the crib, Mm -hmm. which just protects the baby from bonking its face into the hard wooden slats. Mm -hmm. Um, There's fear that it could cause sudden infant death syndrome because they they could suffocate in it or whatever. You know, yes, that is probably very slightly a possibility. And it probably awfully tragically happened once or twice. And so they then have to put this huge. Right. Make this huge deal out of it. Um, But that team seems to be an issue in in our country in general of everything being so overly conscientious about safety issues. I had a bumper for my child. She's still breathing. You know what I mean? So, sure. again, it goes down to what is making you comfortable. Are you really afraid your child might suffocate on the bumper? Don't get a bumper. You know right. what I mean? Like. Yeah. It,
0: it. We had something just got recalled. Um, a, you know, what? I'm not going to take a swing at the name because I'll get it wrong mm-hmm. and offend somebody out there. But it was like a. Ooh, rock and play? No, not a rock. Something like that. Something just got recalled. Uh-huh. Um, and we had one. It's always something. Um, There's constant recalls. Yeah. And it was a hand-me-down, which They're is like, like a great, great part of the I've been of using this
2: for a year and well, my right. child almost died, I'm sure.
0: My Yeah. No. So <laughs> my friend who had passed this on to us, which is a great part of the system, too. Oh, the, the uh, we'll, yeah. uh, we'll get into that. Yeah. Oh, we'll get into that. So this thing we had, it got recalled. We we, you know, we don't have a child yet. So we were like, well, we don't really need this yet. So maybe we don't maybe like if there's something, maybe we just don't use this one. Mm-hmm. So I checked in with him and his his child survived the full year that he had it of this thing. But he still <laughs> said, burn it, man. I don't care. Get I if you don't want it, throw it out. Mm-hmm. We're not gonna use it. And it was like not to not to at all to underplay the number of uh tragic accidents that happened in that thing. But yeah, it's like there are bajillion of them out there and a handful of things go wrong. And, and then we set that, you know, we changed the, the standard of that, but I, we very much were like, all right, well, we don't use that thing just like, because there is now on record a thing that mm-hmm. went wrong with it. Cool. Well, we're just going to go ahead and save ourselves a little bit of headache yep. without, ever, so not have to worry about it. Cause I worry about everything. I yeah. look at anything in my apartment and he won't even be moving for months. And I still look at things and I go, well, that's going to kill him. That's going yeah. to kill him. That's going to kill him. So, you know, I, 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 completely understand where you're coming from and like companies want to cover their own asses, yeah. but also at the same time, like I have enough anxiety that if someone says we're not sure about this thing, like, cool, unless that thing is yeah. like really saving my life in that moment, I'm going to go ahead and probably not use it. Yeah. Um,
2: That's wise, but I don't think like, you know, I just think a lot of things are made sort of for a gimmick or convenience like, like um, motorized rocking cribs Mm -hmm. and things like that, you know, Mm -hmm. yes, that is so nice and technology is wonderful, but you don't need that. And it just takes up a lot of space and it's expensive and you know what I mean? Right. And they're only going to use it for like five months.
0: And and then sometimes I hear that they get, they enjoy that so much that there's no chance of putting them down to go to sleep. So there's no like lying flat to go to, there's no more of just lying down to go to sleep. Like once I learn, you know, once you learn a thing and that's your thing that you enjoy, I do that now as an adult. I know. I'm like, well, I need my white noise machine going. On. Uh, I, I know. need all the things that I have at the end of the night. Mm-hmm. I need a bedtime story. You know, I just need all the <laughs> I things made, I need.
2: I need my wife to tuck me in. <laughs> but that is it. And and that and here's this is a point I wanted to talk about, and this is a good time to talk about it. Teaching your children self-care and self-soothing mm-hmm. as early as possible is so great. And we did that for our girl, and she is naturally a pretty independent person but she also you know all children need to learn that we need to learn that you know as 40 something people you know so we you know we all need to learn self-care and self-love and and the earlier you can teach them that how to self-soothe themselves do it
0: yeah um That actually kind of goes right into the next category. Mm -hmm. The uh, Nancy Kerrigan, why, why, why? Why um, me? Nancy Kerrigan, why me? Why, why, why? That for anyone out there who's offended by that, that was my wife's joke. And I'm running with it until someone tells me to stop doing it. Um, (laughs) So why, why you? A couple of reasons. One, you talk about uh, uh, the early on things, self-soothing and and those things. You were on tour Mm -hmm. with your daughter for two years. Yeah. uh, So what was that travel life like? And then, um, let's talk about that. And then also let's talk about, uh, your daughter as she is now at six and where she is in in her life.
2: Yeah. Um, we started out on the road, uh, yet another Disney show. We were out with Newsies, um, for two years and she was one and a half when we went out and it was, Kind of perfect timing as far as her age because she's, you know, still a baby into early toddlerhood and, you know, school hasn't started and she's still pretty easy to get around. You know, the plane tickets were still, she was a lap baby. Oh, that's something. Does everybody know, you know, you don't have to pay for plane tickets until they're two. No, I
0: didn't know that. It's pretty
2: great, actually. So travel all you can before they're two. But (laughs) Anyway, yeah, so she was on our lap in the, in the plains and pretty mobile and she would just sleep in her little, um, we had a little uh, portable crib Mm -hmm. and we would take that, you know, wherever and she got used to it. And as long as our environment was the same within the new space, it was comfortable for her because I know babies thrive on, on, you know things that are routine. Mm -hmm. And we really tried to keep her routine as normal as possible, even though we were in a different place every two weeks in a new hotel room or a new, you know, Airbnb. It
0: kind of feel, it can be the same general setup. It's like, we had the same general routine. You were, Mm -hmm. you were intentional about keeping a routine. Yes. Um, And even like you're all over the place, but your schedule is also relatively the same. I mean, you're going to move every couple of weeks, but then you're going to sit down, you have a show, you like, the schedule is relatively the same yes
2: um and she knew it and as long as children have their primary caregivers and a general routine they're going to thrive as long as they feel secure and loved and understand what's happening next and have a you know a general routine to follow they're 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 going to thrive no matter what the weird scenario is yeah and that's what we, people constantly said to me, isn't it weird? Isn't she feeling weird that she's in a different place all the time? And I was like, maybe, but I don't think so. Cause she, that's her normal. Right. Her normal is, oh, where are we going now? Okay, cool. You know, as long as I got my mom with me and my dad, right. with me and my, my, my crib with my Mickey mouse and whatever, you know, her <laughs> thing was, she was fine. Yeah. And she actually breastfed until she was three and a half. So this is another topic that I'm, I'm, I'm pretty passionate about. I'm really passionate about breastfeeding. It's a, it's real good. Yeah. It's really good for the child. The IQ goes up, like something crazy, like a point every month you, you breastfeed or something. I don't know what the statistics is. Is there is, a but. retroactivity
0: to that? Can I get back on this and just like. Yeah.
2: Right. <laughs> <laughs> Can I, I never got <laughs> breastfed. I'm like,
0: i <laughs> But I think um, that's what happened. I was a really smart kid. I think ever since I've come off of breast milk, I've been just like slowly declining. <laughs> that's my problem.
2: <laughs> I know. It was that. well, you know, I was a baby in the 70s and 80s and we, you know, there was this trend to not breastfeed mm. that that science had figured it out better than <laughs> the millions of years that the the human body had been. Producing breast milk, and we figured it out, and it's better. So use formula.
0: What? Yeah.
2: That is so crazy.
0: To that point, though, then there are people who like, can't. Can't.
2: Yes, which I'm not. I'm not saying if you can't, and you have a hard time or whatever. Right. There's no judgment. I'm. I'm just saying if you can. Right. It's hard at first. If you can stick it out. What was hard about it? It's very hard the first few weeks. Um, physically hard. Yeah. Um, and. For many reasons. One, you're exhausted because the baby wants to eat every two hours the first three months. Um, so you basically just get ready, you don't sleep the first three months. You just don't. Great. Yeah, and you'll be go a for. good husband, so you'll be helping her. But um I will, yes. You just don't sleep the first three months, period, the end. Um and then after about three or four months, the baby's stomach grows big enough that it can sleep a little longer. Okay. It's not empty so fast so um around five-ish months the baby's well for us she started sleeping through the night there's no guarantees and there's no you, you just don't know you're just doing your best do your best that's all you can do just do your best all
0: right
2: don't screw them up that's all you can do <laughs> <laughs> they come out perfect just let them be them and and teach them you know how to wipe the butt and how to be kind.
0: That's right. <laughs> don't die. Be kind. Wipe your yeah, butt.
2: Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, what were we talking about before? About before I said sleep training, the expertise stuff.
0: Uh, I don't know. Okay. Um Sleep training was we were on the road, routine, mm-hmm. breast the milk, breastfeeding. Uh, I from breastfeeding. And oh yeah. Well, online. the breastfeeding,
2: the breastfeeding was, it's really hard at first
0: mm-hmm. yes,
2: physically, because not only does it hurt for the first couple of weeks a lot, but, um, you're exhausted and you're physically in pain every time they try to do it, but you're also so tired. You just want to stick a bottle in their mouth because it's so much easier.
0: So then help me. Cause I won't be doing that part. Right. That's not an option that I have. Yep. Um, what how to I support do? her. Yeah. yeah
2: um, I I remember a, uh, when I was in the throes of it and it was like a week or two in after she, she was born. And it was so painful every time she wanted to breastfeed. Like, I mean, how, how much TMI do you want? Okay. For All of it. The nipple is so sensitive and raw because you're not used to somebody doing what they're doing to it as much as they're doing it. I mean, maybe some people are, I don't know, but I wasn't. And so um it gets really raw and really chafed and sore and sometimes bleeding. And I didn't, but it can. And it was um agonizing for the first like 20 Eesh. seconds that the baby latches on for the for for, for 2 weeks at least. Uh, and so every time she was hungry I would kind of dread it. I would be like, "Oh god, she's going to uh, she's hungry." Oh god, you know, it was that yeah. th- here we go. Okay, and I would literally need quiet in the room when she latched on. And I would say, can I have quiet? Can I have some quiet, please? And I would, I would kind of get into this sort of Zen sort of meditative place. And I'd be like, here we go. And I'd latch her on and I would just breathe. Oh my God, this hurts so bad. Oh my God. Oh my God. You know, and then just (sighs) get through it for the first like 30 seconds. And then it kind of eases and then you're okay. And then she's going to it. She's, she's doing it. And and it's fine. And that is two full weeks at least of that. And it's every 2 hours for 2 weeks. Okay. So that's rough and yeah. a lot of people give up cuz that's really hard. Yeah. Um but if you can get through that, it's so easy after that. Okay. And and if you, you know, if you're able to produce milk, if you're able to not everybody can, right. it's it's there's lots of factors but If you can, it's so worth it. And it's so worth it for your baby and it's so worth it for you. And there's this beautiful bonding that happens. And this child is getting the most perfect source of nutrition. And it's.
0: That's our, I mean. I mean,
2: mind you, if you're taking crack, it's not so good, but, (laughs) you know.
0: Well, we've gotten off of our crack habit. uh, You got it under control now. (laughs) Yeah. I'm pretty sure that (laughs) my baby mama's breast milk is sans crack now. It's Um, organically
2: clean. Oh, (laughs) god.
0: Um, but yeah, the plan is to, is to uh, breastfeed as long as she can, yeah. I mean, if she can. Um, but is there, I mean, okay, so I guess I can go ahead and, uh, uh, discount any chance of, uh, getting to experience the breasts that I've enjoyed for a few years. I'm
2: going to, I'm going uh, to hit the <laughs> TMI button again. How much can I talk about? Because <laughs> I mean, seriously. Yeah. Go. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah. My husband was a big fan of sure, that. sure. And I, 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 it was fascinating how much of a big fan he was. Like, <laughs> I don't know how much he wants to talk to me to tell here on the. Uh,
0: well, that's a choice you can make about what what you
2: he share. He had boy. <laughs> a fetish. Like it was okay. a big fetish. Oh,
0: all yeah. Right. So then, all right.
2: And and I was happy to oblige, you know, whatever, whatever makes whatever makes people happy sure. is what I say. As so long as he wasn't hurting me, and he didn't, you know. Well, so then
0: fast forward yeah. to this time, yeah. When you, it is like you are in pain. Oh and yeah. So, oh,
2: I would never have even. You couldn't even breathe on it. Is there just like get away?
0: Yeah. There's just not even a. <laughs> there's not even a negotiation. No. Just, uh, since we're in this world, like, yeah. were you having sex again quickly? Or I mean, they're like.
2: This is another thing that is completely up to the couple, obviously, but um, it physically it's very difficult to have sex. You know, obviously, after you've just squeezed a watermelon out of your vagina, you know, it's out. That's there's some ripping. There's some soreness. You know, the tissue is swollen and it's awful, you know, (laughs) but um, I will tell you it. It heals beautifully. Like everything goes Great. back to, you're, you feel like, and, and I'll, uh, you know, you feel like a virgin again. Like you really do. <laughs> it's weird. It's a, it's a weird experience when you have sex again for the first time. Um, it's a little painful because everything's tender, but it's like uh, you, there's a weird sort of virginal yeah. feeling. Mm-hmm. It's strange. Um, and, and we were all worried that it was going to be like throwing a hot dog down a hallway or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Wasn't like that at all. It was, it was in some ways
0: better well, strangely that's a, so that's a positive note i've never but, even heard but, right. but the daddies need to be patient because i feel like i am not even going to be the one to broach that subject. i mean like, give it at least six weeks yeah minimum yeah
2: just because the that is i think biologically what we need to heal um and here's another fact nobody tells you about and again we're going into the tmi zone you have a period for about a month after you give birth. If you give birth vaginally.
0: Definitely haven't heard that part before.
2: I know. Okay. And no one t- tells you yeah. that. And no one talks about that. I've heard
0: about a lot. I've heard about the pooping that no one will talk about yeah, when you give birth. And like, I mean, like a new thing that I heard about finally. Yeah. i heard about all sorts of new things. I did not know that you just bleed for a month. You bleed
2: like, for about a month. It's crazy. Wow, and it doesn't wow. hurt. It's just like having your period for a month. Wow. Because you're cleansing. Like everything's yeah. getting out of your body. And it's like resetting the, you know, the reset
0: button. Um, and your daughter's six now, right? She is. Um, and talk to me about her development between zero and six. And um, you know what? I just made you go TMI. And I don't know how to tiptoe of these conversations. <laughs> don't tiptoe.
2: Yeah, don't tiptoe.
0: Yeah, I tiptoe. And I'm trying. So this is me not tiptoeing. Okay. We have talked before that your daughter falls on the spectrum. Yes. I would love to hear more about that, how that how you came to realize, what that Mm -hmm. development has been like, what your process has been like as a parent. I'd love to talk about it. Um,
2: About at four, around four years old, we discovered she, we noticed she was, something was different about her processing of information. She was um, not responding in a way that we found to be, and normal is such a loaded word, but there was a, there was a, a something, that was not firing correctly. And she was also very, very sensitive to sounds, to emotional stimulus. Um, Music was extremely um, triggering for her. We just noticed there was something going on. And so we had her tested with a developmental pediatrician and um, they did diagnose her um, mild, moderately on the spectrum, um, autistic and... um, with a, an emphasis on processing and sensory uh, okay. issues. And we have seen this manifest itself in the way she audio, in her audio processing. So if we give her instructions, for instance, it takes her a minute to, to process the information. We need to give her like a little 10 second window for her to kind of get the information we're telling her, put it in her head, think about it. Give it a minute. And then she responds. Okay. And 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 a lot of and a lot of times before we knew this, we would get impatient with her. We'd be like, are you listening to me? You're not listening yeah. to me. You know, and it was frustrating. Yeah. And her teachers, it was the same thing. And, you know, and and she was listening. She just needed a minute. She had, she had needed, a different process. Yeah. That she she seems a,
0: like such a like the frustration from parents or students or whoever it is when you're uh, uh, teachers from the frustration from parents or teachers or anyone like when a younger child doesn't respond the way that you like you like you said, like, quote, normal. Mm-hmm. I mean, there is kind of a structure to what we all understand, I mm-hmm. guess. Right. And so when it's what is normal
2: that, human behavior, what is normal yeah. social be- behavior? And so
0: when it's different, it's kind of like a soft putting. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's it's uncomfortable. It's mm-hmm. especially if you don't have any kind of reference point for what that might be. It's like, it's just different. I don't yep. know. I don't know.
2: I don't know how to respond to this. Yeah. Yeah. And, it, and we respond with fear or anger yeah. a lot of times. And so I have grown as a human from this experience so exponentially because I realize something from her diagnosis that, and and this is a, a theory of mine, we are all as humans and 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 I hate to say it this way but somewhere in the spectrum it is sure the human brain is so complicated the way we develop as children how can we place this general way in school or you know in development why is everybody supposed to fall into this quote unquote normal category we're a very complex being with a very complex brain. And why, why do we need to fall? You know, why do we need to all hit this, hit these developmental milestones at the proper time or whatever? We're all kind of developing at our own pace. And this gave my daughter, and I was actually weirdly grateful when she got her diagnosis because I, I realized she didn't, she wasn't going to have to fall under the categories of most children she wasn't going to have to meet the criteria that society says she should be meeting at certain points in her life she's going to develop at her own pace and she's going to be surrounded by people that are trained to help her develop at her own in her own way yeah
0: to meet her where she is exactly yeah
2: so i was strangely grateful when i heard this diagnosis i was obviously there was a there was fear at first and, uh, and the stigma, stigmatization of it. Um, but then I got over that really fast and I just thought, oh, that's my girl, my yeah. hurricane. She's just going to develop at her own pace. Yeah, She's going to do it in her own way. God knows she's going to do that anyway. So why am I trying to prevent her from just yeah. being who she's meant to be? You know?
0: Yeah, I think that's I mean, that's like.
2: I wasn't trying to. Oh, no, she's not going to be normal or whatever. Yeah. You know, I didn't even think that.
0: I, it seems like the when you get a chance to, you know, I, I it's probably easier to fall into normal whatever mm-hmm. parameters. Mm-hmm. Just like um, if I were in a situation to raise my children the same way I was raised, it would be easier for me because I would know some of the boundaries. But it yes. wouldn't it wouldn't be mine. It wouldn't be an, I'm kind it of, it wouldn't be your also. truth. Right. It's so, so easy to
2: fall into the family paradigm.
0: Just the norm of yeah. whatever, on any level. I mean, across the board, that's we what we all do. do right? We just like, oh, this is the, this is the thing that happens. So this is the easiest way to do it. So yeah. that's the normal we're going to follow.
2: This is what I understand yeah. because this is how I was raised. Right. That's what's easy. Right. It's so much harder to make up your own roles. Right. And that's why hardly anybody does it because it's so much harder. Yeah. But if you can, if you can truly delve into yourself and what your values are and what you really think is your truth, instead of what your parents told you. Yeah. And this is no disrespect to your family. Your family did their best right. and they, and all families, you know, all your parent, all parents deserve respect because it's the hardest damn job in the world, but they just did their best. Right. And, and you, if you can look beyond what they did and just try to do a little bit better, you yeah. know, and, the, and, the, and the best way to that do that, that is do it the way you think right. is best.
0: If that recognize that that square, that that box that they did it in was theirs yep. and that does not need to be yours. Just nope. like uh develop early, early year development, like, mm-hmm. all right, well, your daughter's in a position where her box is not the same. Mm-hmm. So great. That is OK. But there's, now it's now the fun and adventure and challenge. I'm sure I have mm-hmm. no doubt the challenge, but the adventure is Finding what her box is, finding mm-hmm. the the version that works. Yeah, uh, and and listening to her is the best way to find it.
2: Yeah, and she tells us every day, meaning just by her the way she is and yeah. acts and and responds to things. We're not putting this this pressure on her to achieve or be anything at any time. Just she's going to tell us. She's going to tell us when she's ready. That's great. Yeah. I mean, if parents, all parents could do that for their kids, that really is it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It seems like from the outside looking in, a lot of the frustration with any, any development that happens outside of the normal, anything that happens outside of that, there's a frustration that goes with it because it's going to be harder.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Okay. So it's going to be harder. Mm -hmm. Um, But you seem to have a really good approach and a really good handle on that's also an adventure and that's also Mm -hmm. okay. And that means it's going to have to be her own journey, Mm -hmm. which is exciting. And nothing is perfect. Yeah.
2: Like we live in this society of social media and painting this perfection picture. And that is such BS because there is no perfect.
0: There's a real, I would say part of the reason that I wanted to be here doing this is that, uh, yeah, I'm looking around at other parents at, at what's out there on social media. And there is this like filtered painted version but there really is a world and a society of people who are trying to be upfront and honest about it right now, and I want to be a part of that wave. I want to bring yeah. that to the front and say, like, yeah, here's the here's the warts, here's the poop yeah. of, here's the month long period of, <laughs> uh, you know, like here are the things that maybe we're not admitting to ourselves and to our friends and yeah. to everyone around us, like, like
2: scared to talk about it or whatever. Yeah, you know, like let's just be real. Yeah. That's what's interesting. That's what makes us human. That's what what we all really want to hear, really, right. if we think about it. Right. We don't want to pretend to be perfect well, for we each can, other.
0: if we can all talk— if we, we want can to be vulnerable. To, if we, and if we can admit, if more of us and, and if we can all admit that that's the case, mm-hmm. then that becomes the norm, yeah. and then we can be comfortable in that norm. That
2: and don't you feel that shifting a little
1: bit? Yeah, I do. I do, too.
0: Yeah. Um, and I want to be a part of that. And that's too. why I'm excited to— bring a kid into this world and figure out what that means right now in a time where, uh, yeah, it's not the same. I mean, I do not have the same norm. My wife makes more money than I do. Yeah. My schedule is way different. I live in a one room apartment in New York city. Like, But that is becoming the norm. Totally. That is that's not a thing that's happening. That is not what it used to be. But we need to also, I want to be a part of saying that out loud. I want to be a part of like men going, yeah, that, yeah, I am, yeah. uh, you know, whatever the version is, whether it's like, I am not the breadwinner. I am And that has
2: nothing to do with your masculinity. Right. Nothing.
0: Right. Um the lack of sex I'm having for the next <laughs> 8 weeks might Might.
2: <laughs> 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 Honey, it's all about self-love. Self-love. I'm a big there fan. We go. Um thank you for providing a voice for the truth and for the real. This yeah. this is really important.
0: Thanks. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I'm just here. It's Selfish because I want to learn from people who aren't me or like me. I want to I want to talk to as many people as I can. So that's okay. Uh, Selfish, is yeah. Selfish is
2: good. Selfish is self care.
0: Um, uh, is there anything else? You said that you had a joke earlier. I feel yes. like we're getting close to a wrap up. Okay, like this is a, a joke.
2: joke. Here's a here's a parent joke. Yeah, I heard this. Let's wrap things up with a
0: parent joke. Let's I wrap like it up this. with a parent joke. I like this. So
2: this 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 joke kind of pertains to my whole uh, idea of just like relax. Stop trying to control everything. Realize that you don't have the answers. It's all a guessing game. Everybody's doing their best. And truthfully, everybody's doing that. And nobody has the answers and nobody's figured it out. And the moment you think you figured out your kid or your parenting style or whatever, (laughs) they change. And then you have to go back to reset. And that's just life. Life in general. Like, we don't have anything figured out and everything is constantly shifting. And if you can just embrace the change and the shift in life, that's parenting. And and truthfully like that if I could get anything out to anybody <laughs> and especially parents, that is that is the point I want to make, like embrace that yeah. nothing ever is is the same <laughs> and it's going to stay. Yeah. So if you can just embrace the transitions in life, and that is parent, That is parenting. Like there, it's a constant transition.
0: Um, I don't mean to be critical. That's a horrible joke. That's a really it's good a sentiment. Ju- That's a horrible <laughs> joke. Okay, here's the stupid joke. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> okay. Then that was a great message and great sentiment. There's the sentiment, I but That's I had to preface a joke? the You're joke. A horrible joke teller. Okay.
2: <laughs> I'm not a great joke teller, but I have a joke. <laughs> okay. But this that I had to preface the joke, but with with the sentiment okay. because it, it it pertains to <laughs> the joke. All right. So the joke is. A parent with their first child, the first first child eats dirt. The parent calls a doctor. The second child eats dirt. The parent washes its mouth out. The third child eats dirt. The parent wonders if it needs to feed the child dinner. (laughs) I mean, and that is sort of it. Yeah. You just have to relax. (laughs) Because the child will be okay. Honestly, nine times out of 10, the child is going to be okay. It's perfect. It came out perfect. (laughs) You just have to make sure it doesn't die. All
0: right. Don't die. Be kind. Wipe your butt.
2: (laughs) Don't die. Be kind. Wipe your butt.
0: (laughs) Thanks, Meredith. Oh,
2: my gosh. Can we not end it with that? (laughs) I
0: think we have to. We don't even... I want to skip, you know, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I'm sorry we didn't get to you today. I uh, love
2: uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, and he is an amazing dad. <laughs> and I I see him on Instagram. He's constantly posting things about his beautiful and
0: He's the one. He's
2: shout the one. out to... to, to, to
1: Operation Dadpod is recorded at FOU Studios in New York City. Produced by Jonathan Gregg and Nicelli Vega, and music by Mark Allen.